Hi, this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. Today is episode number 25, which means that we are a quarter into a hundred, which is wild to me. If this is your first time, Welcome to the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. This is a safe place, a place to grow and learn. And pretty much what it's about, it's about humans, which means that we focus on the brain, our thoughts, our mind, because, you know, our thoughts turns into action and eventually turns into our future. And this episode is called What in Our Voices Are You Hearing? And in my life, the more I understood more about my inner voices, I truly had a breakthrough in my life. So I will say, I really don't want you to miss out on this one. So I hope you're ready. And more importantly, I hope that your heart and your mind is both open and willing to listen and to train your brain today. So as we're going throughout this episode, I'll talk a little bit about a psychological perspective. I'll share some Um, personal stuff and just kind of hopefully knit it all together so that it makes sense and so that you can work with your inner voices yourself. So first of all, we all have inner voices. I'm not talking about those voices that, you know, makes us crazy. I'm talking about the voices that we hear all the time, different kind of voices. You can ask yourself uh, which voice you're hearing right now, just off the bat. Is it a voice that's saying, you did great at work today, you are amazing, or maybe it's a voice that says, you should have done this, you should have done that, or it can be even more negative. It really depends. And of course, it depends on the situation. In spirituality, they often talk about our higher and our lower self. I really appreciate this idea because it's so easy to understand. It's, it simply means that the higher self is when you're being responsible, taking the right action, overall being uh, just genuine and kind. I say your higher self is pretty much being the best version of yourself. Not perfect, but your best version. Well, on the other hand, the lower self um, is more so coming with excuses and um, not really doing their best. Um, it's kind of being lazy, I would say. Um, while the higher self really is the hero in the movie, the people that you look up to that have genuine hearts, deeply rooted courage. Um, personally, I'm my best self when I stop focusing less on myself. And don't get me wrong here, we have to fill our cups before we fill other people's cups. But my life is so much better, and I'm definitely more my higher self, when I focus on serving others, when I wake up to create content, to have coaching calls and really help people. If my perspective is on my own gain and my own complaint, I will quickly become my lower self. My lower self does not like responsibility. 
My lower self is quick to judge and take action that usually aren't very beneficial long-term. This can be, you know, binge-watching, eating ice cream every day, procrastination, not following up on my goals, that kind of stuff. My lower self sucks. Or rather, I don't like to be my lower self because in reality I know that my higher self exists. So why would I then spend time as my lower self? But, you know, we all do sometimes. But this is just giving you this idea that we have different inner voices. Some are more powerful, while other voices more so pull us down. So far, I hope that you're with me. And the next part of this podcast episode will be more uh, from a uh, psychological perspective. Kind of going into the higher and lower self as well. So I want to talk about Sigmund Freud today. He talks about the id, the ego, and the superego. Not here to give you a lecture, uh, but I like this theory. And remember, it's a theory. It's not a fact. Uh, But he claims that if you envision an iceberg right now, where, what, 70% of the iceberg is underwater and then 30% is above water. So he talks about the id, the ego, and the superego. Freud explains it in the way that underwater is our unconscious thoughts, while over the surface is our conscious thoughts. The top of the iceberg that's above water is called our ego. Our ego is pretty much uh, the mediator between our superego and our id. Our ego, it's pretty much our reality of the world. We're conscious, we're experiencing it. And then what it's trying to mediate, it's our id, which is our desires, like our basic desires, like I want ice cream and I want it right now and so I'm going to have it right now. While our superego, it's more so realistic. It's more about following the law, doing what's right, being perfect. So while the id wants the ice cream, the superego says, no, it's not the weekend. It's unhealthy to have ice cream every day. You have to take care of yourself. So the ego, pretty much who you are and experiencing yourself, has to like think, ooh, should I listen to the superego or should I listen to the id, which is the more so the desires. I'm sure you might have heard of it, but there's this idea that when it comes to inner voices or anything in life, the ones that we feed is the ones that will kind of take over. So if you're imagining, you know, an angel and a demon on one side of your shoulder, the thoughts that you're feeding, although it's negative or positive thoughts that you acquire, those are the ones that are going to flourish. While the ones you don't feed, it's going to starve. It's going to become less and less and less. And that's why it's so powerful with our thoughts because if you think about it if you tell yourself negative thoughts like your inner voices are just negative 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 then that's what you're gonna focus on isn't that wild like we literally create our own reality it's pretty crazy while on the other hand if you start to have more positive thoughts your reality will look different (laughs) isn't that wild I think it's pretty crazy. 
that's why our thoughts are so important. It's so important to work with our thoughts and it's so important to be mindful of our thoughts. The thing is that when it comes to our superego, our superego, you know, going back to the, the iceberg, our superego is both underwater and above water. So we are both unconscious and conscious about it. This is at least according to Freud. And while our id, which is our desire, is solely unconscious, we're not aware of it. So as we're talking about this, I wanted you to have an example from my own life just to kind of understand more so uh, how sometimes we do something and we're not aware. And it can be really important to, uh, to look inwards just to do a little check in with yourselves. So this story was from my freshman year in college when I went to college in Hawaii. And there was this girl and um, she told me that she felt very judged by me. Ashamed, I asked for forgiveness and I told myself to intentionally work on my openness and respect of people with a different lifestyle and different opinions. I was so ashamed, guys. It was so bad, uh, but she took it so well. I, I told her I was so sorry. Um, and the thing is, sir, it, it is important to note that if she would have told me you've been, you've been behaving like this and it wasn't really valid, then that would have been different. But when she told me, in hindsight, I could actually see where she was coming from. And I was so surprised I didn't see it. So this was more so my judgmental self, my what Freud calls uh, superego. I wasn't unconscious, unconscious of it. And uh, what I learned was we're less aware than we think sometimes. And thank God this sweet young woman had the courage to tell me how she truly felt so that I can work on this unconscious part of myself. And I honestly think this experience is probably one of the reasonings why this is something that's so dear to my heart. Because I think it's so easy to be judgmental of others. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect here at all. That's not even the point. <laughs> but I think it's so important that we are aware of it. Because who are you to say who XYZ is doing with their life? Who are you to say? Who am I to say, right? So this was such an uh, eye-opener for me. And this just kind of brings into perspective our different kinds of thoughts and how awareness to our thoughts is important. So I encourage you today to pay attention to this part of yourself. Are you a harsh judger of others? Because remember the superego often set unrealistic standards. But your standard, like I said, that's your own. That's up to you. Uh, or perhaps someone is continuously uh, judging your you. Maybe it's time for you to let them know because, hey, they might not be aware just as I wasn't. Um, so back to ego strength. Ego strength is, well, let me put it this way. So like I said, we have the ego, the it, and the superego. But when it comes to our ego, we have something called ego strength. Okay, and it's kind of, it kind of lies within the word, right? Um, ego strength uh, is something that people have when they are confident 
They're solution-oriented, they're good at dealing with challenges, as well as regulating their emotions, and they have high levels of emotional intelligence. An individual with a solid ego strength approaches challenges with a sense that he or she can do anything, pretty much. Super resilient, really good at picking themselves up when life gets get challenging. Um, and why am, I, why am I sharing this? Well, doesn't this sound familiar to our higher self, which I talked about earlier? Our higher self that is the best version of herself. But what do these two have in common? Well, what they have in common is that you have to work on it to get there. You're not born with ego strength. You're not born with your higher self. Your higher self is something that you acquire by taking, guess what? One step at a time. I think I, I don't know if it was last episode I talked about this, but if you know someone that's super confident, and you know someone that's not that confident, guess what? Both of them can be confident. You're not born with it. It's something that takes time. And like I said earlier, it's the thoughts that you're telling yourself over and over. Uh, you really do create your own reality. When it comes to our inner voices, I really could go even more into the nitty gritty of all the inner voices that we have. But I'll and by explaining it this way. We all have them. They are either positive or negative for us. However, all inner voices are there for a reason and they are there to protect us. And this where it kind of feels and gets a little tricky because if you're telling yourself you don't like yourself, how can that kind of be protecting yourself? <laughs> um, but maybe it's because you've been hurt in the past. So if you tell yourself you're not good, en good enough regardless, you're not going to put yourself in a situation where you think you're good enough and someone then tells you you're not. So that's more so into the nitty gritty. Um, but I do want to give you an example that's easy to grasp. Super easy. Your partner cheats on you. So now you have a voice that says to never trust a guy or a girl romantically ever again. This voice is there to protect you, but it's not necessarily helpful. And all of the voices we hear in our mind are there for a reason to protect us. But you can also talk to your voices and say, hey, I don't really find you helpful anymore. I see why you're there and I know that you want to protect me, but you're not necessarily very helpful anymore. So you can then choose to spend or pay less attention to it. Uh, and this really blew my mind. And a lot of those limiting beliefs that I used to have, you know, about myself, not being good enough, blah, blah, blah. I understood more about it. I understood what, where these voices were coming from. They wanted to protect me, but in reality, they were holding me back. Understanding our inner voices can be quite a complex task to do. Hence, why this is something that I work with clients on, but it often takes some time to really get to the depth of it. So, although I'm sharing, you know, scratching the surface rather today, uh, and this might feel a bit overwhelming, I just want to give you at least some insight of understanding that you have a lot of thoughts and they are there to protect you, but then it's up to you to work with them, right? Um, 
But as I said, it really takes time to unfold all these voices and the self-awareness and uh, really gaining more insight. But it's really priceless if you do decide to take the time to do it. I think it's definitely worth it. All that to say, today we've talked about our higher and lower self, how there's a great and a less great version of ourself. Uh, and we have to choose, choose <laughs> sorry, which one to continuously step into. We have also talked about this in terms of Freud's id, superego, and ego, while focusing on ego as the mediating mediator of our id, uh, which is our basic needs and desires, and our superegos that kind of tries to suppress all these unacceptable urges. There are also two types of ego. You have the high ego strength and the low ego strength. I didn't really talk too much about the low ego strength, but the high ego strength, you know, those are traits as resilience, good at regulating emotions, while the low ego strength is more so struggling to take up on challenges. Uh, you rather want to give up. It's coming to implement more so substances and more so wishful thinking to avoid reality. But what really is fascinating is that all these are our inner voices. We can choose which one we want to feed more, but we have to be more aware first to who we let talk into our lives. Personally, I've had a lot of different voices of not being good enough, being too much, not pretty enough, yada yada, that were really holding me back from going all in because they were protecting me from potential failures. But guess what? It wasn't helpful. They want to protect us, but they're not always helpful. So it's our job to figure out what the different voices are trying to tell us and if we want to allow them to speak into our life. This episode is definitely on the longer uh, side of things. And I really hope that somehow you were able to understand this a little bit at least, and that I was able to explain decently how our inner voices matter, how we need to be more aware of them, and how we have the three elements that Freud were talking about. Because a lot of our voices are not really, we're not really conscious of them, right? Kind of like, as I said, I was more judgmental towards this girl, but I wasn't aware of it. Um, that's why we had to look inwards before we look outwards. Our thoughts really, guys, they really are everything. And that's why I say this over and over and probably for the rest of my life, because we have more power than we realize. And if we can bring more awareness to what's going on inside our brain, then at that point, anything is possible. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I really hope this was interesting and that I brought you some either new awareness or maybe a great reminder to check in with yourself and see if you're spending most of your days as your higher self or your lower self. Thoughts turns into action and eventually becomes our reality. So please remember to feed the right voices, my friend. You're worthy, you're unique, and you are good enough. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will see you next week.